Welcome to another episode of Nah Fam. The podcast. Yes. Yes. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> wow, you are coming in hot. Coming in hot, going, <laughs> going out uh, not hot. All right. So today's your show, right? No, we're not going to play that game. Oh, anyway, how, uh, how are you doing? How was your week? Good. Good? Mm-hmm. What's this? Uh, you advertising Oops. or are you? Uh, it's not even new. I don't know. Where'd that, that come from? Who is this? That? You went shopping today, obviously. I know, and but had that's a, not even a that's, sticker. Oh my god! I wonder if I picked it up you. when I was shopping. Must have. That is weird. Must have. <laughs> anyway, it's not even your size. So. I know that is so strange. Okay. Creepy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it's just the two of us today. Yes, it is. Back for a straight up nah fam. Yes. Episode. Yes. And you asked me how my week was, and it's been pretty good, I would say, all in all. It's been low-key and nice. Feels like it's been busy, though. Do Do I look weird? You're staring at my face differently because I just put this new makeup on. Is it? Are you distracted? No, I kind of feel like I'm staring into, like, just the abyss. Okay, so Um, it's nothing to do with my complexion right now. You did just get some new makeup that you, for some reason, decided to to put on right before the podcast. It's a little light. You're a little um, Mm Casper-esque. But I got that um, that famous stuff on Instagram. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Will you say it? Reeled you in. Will you say it? Il maquillage. Well, once Jan from know. the office. I don't even know if it's... Once Jan from the office started popping up in the commercials, I'm like, okay, this has got to be legit. I'm going to finally yeah. try it. But it is light. But as I was just explaining to you, I have a real dilemma because I have some raging melasma on my face, which I have had since... My lovely daughter entered my life in utero in 2009, and it's only spread exponentially. It's not controllable. I don't, I've talked to the dermatologist. It's not going away. Anyways, that really, that makes it hard for me to color match foundation. So this one's a little light. It's covering, my melasma is lighter in the winter because sun aggravates it, but um, I'll be... I guess maybe I need to get a darker color. But then I'm thinking about what am I going to do in the summer when my melasma is really dark? Like, I trust me, I stay out of the sun. I wear sunblock. It doesn't matter. It gets to me. Well, I will say I think the coverage is good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's very even. So I don't think mm-hmm. that is an issue. Yeah, it feels good. I have to say it feels good. I just think it's probably... It doesn't feel like I have makeup on and there's coverage. It's probably like I a see, shade I see the draw. light. It's a little bit... Life. What is the deal? This is annoying. I wish I could just go you to the store and purchase sick. this. I don't like internet you ordering. I do. It looks. Sick. I mean, not really, but maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Okay. So, oh, so annoying. Okay. I guess anyway. I, they, they 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 email you. They have like they assign you a personal consultant. So I guess I'll have to email her now and ask oh, her okay. to give me a darker color. Yeah, I'm sure for the price, they will be happy to send you whatever you need. <laughs> so, anything else going on? Um, just. Quiet week in your world. Mm-hmm. You actually had a, yeah, you didn't work that much this week. You kind of got a little mm-hmm. bit of a reprieve this mm-hmm. week, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's been a light week, mm-hmm. which is a good sign. I always sort of like gauge the universe based on how busy I'm at, at work. Like I'm like, okay, everybody's doing a little better this week, I think. There's not a, there's either, hey, I need to cancel, which means I'm okay to cancel, or there's not a lot of, I need to see you this week. It's a rough mm-hmm. week. So then it's just like, okay it's a lighter week and i'm like all right that's that's duly noted <laughs> yeah I've do you kind feel of, like it's been a lighter week for you no, too have no, you noticed the mood at work <laughs> like 
It's not actually. It's not a bad mood. I haven't had a bad mood at work. Um, but no, I don't feel like. I actually feel like I was busier this week. I had a, I had a board meeting on Wednesday, so that takes a whole day away. Um, so that always kind of disrupts the week and makes everything else just you're mm-hmm. trying to get caught up from losing that day and that and everything else. But yeah, no, I it's feel so like it's weird. been really busy I cannot lately. imagine doing a job like yours because like when you say it took a day away, I'm like how. I've I've always had a job where I'm assigned people and I have to get to a certain number of people either whether it's each day or each week. Um, there's there's tasks associated with those people. There's report writing or there's court appearances or there's face to face visits or whatever there is. And even now it's just weekly. You know, so it's so interesting to me to think like how does one with a job unlike that function and organize and establish some routine. Yeah, routine is very, very difficult, and you have to be very, uh, you have to be a Mm self-starter, very self-motivated, and... Well, yeah, and I imagine it's just like, I mean, that's, I'm just just realizing all of this right now, it's excessively self-motivated, because it's almost just like you... Sometimes you come up with what you need to be doing probably too. Like, I want this thing to look yes. this way. I'm going to go investigate how that would happen, what that would look like, every facet of that, and then figure out how you're going to implement it, if you're going to implement it. Like, that's interesting. I dealt with. Very foreign to me. <laughs> business development issues today, HR issues, tax issues um, real estate issues. You know what else though is really nice about your job? That is a very, very, I was just thinking as you were saying that, I'm like, okay, that's a huge variety. I could relate to that because I feel like even though my job is specialized within that specialization, I'm faced with all sorts of different things, but like I have to record everything I do. I've never had a job where I don't have a conversation with somebody and then have to run back to my desk and like write down everything that was just said and done. I can't imagine a world where you just go to work and you work and you don't write about it. So because what I do is, like you said, you, you kind of, in a way, create your own work. Mm-hmm. It's not really creating my own work, but it's taking care of things that nobody else is, uh, it's not on their radar. So I have to step into a, a number of situations and, yeah, and then you know, you... answer questions, address things, write up contracts, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time a few years back where I did document everything I did, you know, as it may be an attorney at a firm would do is I spent 15 minutes on this task. I spent 30 minutes. Yeah. Because it, to me, it just feels so like unsettling to like not document what you're doing. Cause then how do you justify that you've accomplished anything right. that you've been asked to do? Like, and I'm just thinking about this as I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been working in this world since 2002 and I've never not had to do that. Yeah, so a lot of it is communication. How do you justify your paycheck? Action in prioritizing, but I handle most of that. You know, I know what needs to be prioritized and take care of that, but it's a lot of open communication. Yeah. You know, saying, yeah. here's what I'm working on, here's what's going on, check-ins, you know, a couple times a day is, but hey, like, by the way, this came up, I, I dealt with this, but And other also, than though, that, like, nobody, like, tell me if I'm wrong and tell me if I'm stepping outside of what we should be talking about here, but, like... I feel like there isn't necessarily anyone that says, hey, this is your job. Like they are almost asking like, hey, tell us what your job is. Tell us why we need you. Tell us what we should be doing. Like you're a specialized consultant in a way. So that's also interesting to me. I mean, I guess I've had a little bit of that flavor because I've always 
been a specialty working within a host setting. So it's kind of like I'm forced to say, hey, this is what my role is in this in this setting. But I've also been backed by peers and colleagues. And, you know, I haven't been in a leadership role in that way. So yeah, it's not it's not uh, quite like that. It's a lot of it. Well, let me put it this way. Maybe 30 percent of what I do, 20 percent of what I do is truly self-directed as far as I know we need to do this. This would help the business out. And so I initiate that program or that process or whatever that might be. And uh, then I deal with customers, no standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so those contracts, the communication with the customers, they know Mm -hmm. I've been doing it long enough that I will handle those relationships Mm -hmm. and report back if there's any issues on those things. But otherwise, like, and it's a significant portion of our business, you know, and I'm not the only one involved in that, but, you know, there. so there's a gauge there on if things are getting done or not getting done because I'm not, not the only one. that's not necessarily related to your specializations and degrees. That's just sort of like yes. what you've just been. Anybody that's been around long enough could do some of that stuff yeah. if they have experience in that in right. that world. And then there's a part of it, I think what you're referring to is more something just gets dropped in your lap and it's like, we need this done. And it's up to me to figure out the best way to get it done. So there's not a lot of direction. Yeah, there's not direction as far as this is this is how we want you to do this, or this is what we. It's like, hey, I need this. We want to sell this piece of property. We need this turned around. So make it happen. Yeah, but like even outside of that, I feel like if you're if you're dealing with outside customers, as you call them, it almost feels like you are a you're the apex. At, even in that realm so like nobody's telling you hey you need to deal with this situation like you're almost like we need to deal with this situation am i wrong about that i feel like no you're 100 percent right about okay. that but that's where it comes back to communication and getting together with my team mm-hmm. and my boss and other colleagues that i work with and saying this was presented this is what the customer's looking for you know, maybe I think this is how we should approach it. What do you guys think? And then ultimately, I might be the one that reports on it, but maybe it's somebody else's idea or collaboratively we put something together, a proposal or a plan or a response, whatever, whatever. I mean, there's so many because it, it is across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's health and safety. It's, you know, bidding, uh, putting proposals together. It's coming up with new ideas and environmental issues. I mean, it, it's it's across the board where they look to us kind of as, Look, you guys are experts in your field. You've been doing this work for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We know you've got resources with our other groups to handle things that other people can't. So a mm-hmm. lot of it is us coming up with solutions to, but, but again, that's that's communication and that is something that I think we do pretty well, you know, with my group. Okay. So, but again, a lot of that is, it would be very easy. And I think in the past where other people have been involved and like to hold that stuff close to them, where you might not find out about something until it's like somebody's not satisfied with we asked for this, we didn't get this, or why couldn't you guys mm-hmm. handle well, this? Everything and, is, comes down to communication. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's one of the reasons I think we're in the position we are and why we've been successful is because we communicate and we communicate back to the customer. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Oh, okay. Thanks for that, Jim. That's very Nobody exciting. Asked. <laughs> well, you did a little bit. I just <laughs> I didn't ask for you to sell your business to me. <laughs> I know. You asked me earlier to... Actually, we've been talking about this since the last time before we had our YaFam podcast with Katie. You're like, you have 48 hours to come up with a topic. I know. Guess who didn't deliver? So <laughs> I had some thoughts and some ideas, but 
ultimately you're like, well, is that really what you want to talk about? And I'm like, look, the stuff that I might want to talk about, you are going to totally zone out and not have any interest in if it comes down you to You don't know about. that unless you try. Well, I just did. And that's the response I got. No, we're ta- I brought up your work, I actually. Know. I'm kidding. I was just I'm like, joking. You were like, nobody asked you. I know, because you started talking about how you're like leaders in the industry. And I'm like, okay, nobody asked you about that. I was just asking right. about your job specifically. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of my job. Okay. Anyway. So, no, I don't. I've, it's been a long week at work. I don't want to sit here and talk about work. Okay. But you sure. I feel like every episode you want to write everything back to work. <laughs> <laughs> that is my comfort. So, I do, you know, I do want to add a not necessarily clarification, but I had a little bit of maybe not an epiphany, but I was thinking about we talk about our relationship a ton, obviously, mm-hmm. too much for some people, um, and our personalities. Don't say that. But There's no such thing as too much. Anyway. <laughs> when it comes to talking about relationships. So I recognize something when I talk about, and you've pointed this out before, but when I talk about a relationship, a lot of times I will focus on a negative aspect of it or a conflict or something else and how we work together in mm-hmm. addressing that Okay. in response to our personalities, you know, and how mm. are they differ. And okay. It just dawned on me for anybody that might be listening I'm focusing on that stuff because those are the things that I feel might be helpful for mm. somebody else that's mm. in a relationship with somebody who's different. That is not the crux of our relationship. And that's like on a, on, a, on the daily. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're like in this conflict and we don't understand each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I just want right. to, I just want to get that out there because I feel like I'm always focused on that because I'm like, well, if things are great, people are like, okay, that's great, but that doesn't offer anything. So if we're talking about it, that's my like, yeah. chance to be like, oh, these are the things that we focus on because it's helpful when we're in distress or we're in conflict. But then I realized it might come across as like, that's what I, like yeah. we're constantly in that state and we're not. Yeah. Well, there's a, but there's a lot of wisdom there. I mean, that's, I was just thinking of a quote that I can't think of right now, so I'm not going to say it. So never mind. But I mean, that's where you learn though. That's where the learning piece is, is yeah. in the trials and the, yes. and the difficulties. So of course, when we're trying, when you're trying to explain something, you're going to go there. Yeah, I just know that from your your standpoint, you are on a higher level, a little bit more evolved level, where you're like focusing on just oh, personality patterns, mm. and in you're just explaining concepts and talking about how that relates to us. Mm. But you're doing it. I'm like, like if somebody's gonna sit here for some reason and listen for an hour or something like that, like what what piece might be helpful that they go, oh. Oh, yeah, okay. I could listen. Really? To that. Well, maybe you should just talk for your own sake and not somebody else's. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> that's hard to do. I got I I got a new book today. You did. And it's been. I what's it called again? I gotta find it. I it's don't know what the hell it's so called. So <laughs> freaking fascinating because I have been sending you pictures from it all day long, and I'm not gonna go into it here because. But I just... It has to be the weirdest book that I... It's so weird. Okay, so... It's called Messages B, and it's very woo-woo, and he's a clinical psychologist, so both things can be true. And it's uses very interesting language, and it's very dramatic, but it's all related back to, you know, ailments and physical body characteristics that are a result of some sort of emotional burden or childhood wound. And I don't necessarily, I'm not reading this and taking it literally, but it was so funny to go through some of the things that 
you and I respectively have dealt with over the last few years and read about the explanation of the emotional origins of this mm-hmm. and you being like, well, I don't buy that. And I'm like, well, I, I don't literally buy that either. But to me, I'm not here blaming everything on my parents. Like to me, it's just like a metaphor of like, oh, there's a chance that I have this like sort of, you know, encoded in my DNA, just like, you know, a certain percentage of the population has blonde hair like that's a part of their dna and there's an evolutionary explanation for it the same thing it's the same idea and so it's described in pretty dramatic terms but it was i found it i found it entirely fascinating i was like oh my god my mind again once again my mind has been blown (laughs) today there's been a lot of mind blowing going on these last several months for me it it is it is a (laughs) very interesting book from what it's i mean it's a gigantic it's, it looks like an encyclopedia but yeah, it's uh yeah, yeah it's yeah very I mean, interesting <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart or the sensitive soul because yeah. it's harsh but interesting <laughs> yeah but it's it is it's also written in a way that's like i mean it's it's almost humorous oh yeah in some yeah. of the language and descriptions anyway yeah you also, and I don't know if you got this from your therapist. I think you did. You mm-hmm. had a printout that was a handful of pages, an yeah. excerpt from mm-hmm. what to me can only be a medical journal. Yeah, that it we've was. been. It, it, oh, it was okay mm-hmm. because we've been reading it um, the last couple nights. Mm-hmm. I've been reading it out loud in bed, and I just feel <laughs> like I'm reading. Uh, it's very heady. I mean, even uh, for me, I understand more of it okay. than you do, but it's like, woo, yeah, that's I'm, heavy I'm stuff. like struggling to pronounce uh-huh. more than every other word. It's, yeah, you it's know, brain, fun- it's not just brain functioning, it's all of the parts mm-hmm. of the brain. And I'm like, I'm just zeroing in on, I'm just, because I'm zeroing in on the the language of of emotion. I'm not, I'm not focusing on the biological structure of the brain. That is way over my head. So that's the one thing that's interesting, though, for me, um, reading it is that each one of the, I think there's seven different emotional states or not states, but things that are addressed in that, um, fear, joy, yeah, there's anger, yeah, whatever, there's whatever the case is. But it's like each one of them, the function in the brain or the, mm-hmm. the pathways That's that the it idea travels. of this book as well. Yeah, Go so ahead. That, the, the interesting thing to me on all of that is that each one of those follows a different path like through the brain. Yeah, this idea of like certain emotions are going to elicit certain chemical release yes. dumps in your body, which are going to impact certain systems and certain organs and therefore su- subsequently right. lead to specific diseases. I mean, and there's obviously there is data to support mm-hmm. that. It's not mm-hmm. like it's just somebody speculating on this is what I think mm-hmm. this function. It's like, no, when this happens, we can see this, you know, process. This is yeah. the... I mean, a lot, and a lot of this truly is ancient wisdom that we are just every single day verifying with modern science. Mm-hmm. So it, that's to me what's really cool about it. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to go down that road for the people that are bored no. with that stuff. Um, not that I'm speaking for anyone else. Satisfaction. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> what are you? What are you worried about? What you? You had an idea. Anyway, of some things you want to talk about today? So no, uh, a couple things. Um, first one, I don't. And I don't know. This just feels. Where whether you listen to different podcasts, I listen to different podcasts. Mm-hmm. And listening to recent episodes of those podcasts, I find it fascinating We're, we don't like pay that much attention to the news or anything else this, these aren't you know political topics or you know it's a hot sports issue whatever the case is mm-hmm. these are just things mm-hmm. in the universe that we've talked about and then i'll listen to one of these other podcasts and like an episode later they're talking about something 
like almost identical synchronicity oh no we're gonna bring this back to carl Jung. i know and his but concept there's like two or three different podcasts that i've listened to since especially the beginning of the year since we started this mm-hmm. and we'll record something and literally two days later i'll be listening i'm like what the hell mm-hmm. like how are they talking about the exact same thing I know. this isn't it's so like it's a you know topic out there right now mm-hmm. i feel this it, is just something yeah. that we're talking about so what no things have you noticed what topics? don't ask me specifics Okay. No, it's not. I can't even give you specifics right now. Okay. I, I pointed them out to you a couple of times. Like, hey, did you listen to this episode? Because I just they were just talking about this, and we just talked about this. But mm-hmm. well, you know, you. I mean, you have to objectively though too. There's this idea of like we talked about it, so you're also just noticing it. Like, yes. I mean, you know but, what I mean. The, like, maybe we're just talking about basic bitch shit. You know, like, we are. And I think I think if somebody <laughs> went back and listened, they'd be like, well, you haven't talked about anything that specific or revolutionary or uh-huh. anything else. But I, I do find it interesting that the topics that we have talked about uh-huh. have just come up in, in the same nature, the same vein. Like it's like well, very I, yeah, similar. Yeah, I think that's so. how be human behavior. I mean, that to me, that makes perfect sense. I mean, that information travels quickly. There is also yeah. this invisible sort of link between us where we're all kind of interconnected and interested in the same things at the same time. And for me, as somebody who's looking for some kind of scientific or factual basis for something Mm -hmm. happening or a logical path for it Mm -hmm. to happen, Mm -hmm. it seems very coincidental. And not. I mean, that's what I brought up to you earlier was like this whole idea of like there's a, there's, I mean, I'm going to misquote all of this, but isn't there a bunch of new scientifically validated, verified, whatever, um, like research out there that like the tree root, the roots, the tree roots under the ground are all communicating together in this very complicated, complex system that allows them to like live and survive off of each other. And that there's just, it's, and they're not touching, but there, there's this, mm-hmm. there's this activity. Yeah, that you mentioned that to them. me and you said, we, we actually watched we, a documentary and they we talked did. about this and it I'm like, was, I couldn't I think which that, one it was. I think it was that fungi one on Netflix. I could be wrong. Oh, but that wouldn't I surprise me. I think that me. they covered that topic. I could be totally off, but we definitely have read like, yeah. yes. So yeah, to me it's like obvious, but see, I'm an intuitive and you're a sensor. So I see why it's not obvious to you and so right. obvious to me. Right. <laughs> Anyways, what you so that came up because that was just that was just like a sidebar thing. It was a sidebar, but I feel like it was linked to something else because you were like wanting to talk about something, and it came up because you had that thought. Actually, it was it was actually not specifically related to that, but that's come up a number of times. But I was I told you I was listening to Dax's podcast, and Mm -hmm. he was talking about armchair expert, armchair expert, and. He was looking outside and Kristen was out there, his wife, and they're two older ladies. And mm-hmm. she was talking to these older ladies. Anyway, one of them apparently lived in their house yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And we, we, you've had that experience happen. But that triggered back to me like this whole, there's things on that podcast, I think on Smartlist. And I think there was another one I was listening to too recently. That's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like we just, we just had this conversation about, again, it was yeah. b- a benign thing. So it yeah. wasn't like something that was talked about. Well, I guess... I've asked you about, I don't know, 13, 14 times now in the last 10 minutes about what you, you're going to pretend that you didn't want to talk, talk about something, about? but no, you I literally have... said, I have an idea to talk anyway, about. Maybe I should just you leave You were us. just talking about <laughs> fungi and no, one of the things I said I wanted to talk about was like, we talk a lot about comedians in cars getting coffee mm-hmm. as a show that we watch a lot. 
and we've talked about music that we love, but I don't think we've really talked about shows that we've binged or been into. Um, right. And I didn't have anything specific, really. Mm-hmm. But you and I have, outside of comedy, uh-huh. you know, romantic comedies, comedies, like outside of that genre, mm-hmm. we, I like action. I like sci-fi. Yeah, I we like usually that. binge things and that I want to binge, not what you want to binge. Always, You get, get kind of excited during during COVID. Was, if, I, anytime I, we needed to be quarantined, <laughs> you're like, sweet, free range. I was just going to say, that's the funny thing is... <laughs> I obviously hate being sick as anyone does, but <laughs> we there's been a, a number of times over the years that we've been together where I've had the flu or something else. So we've been separated for a mm-hmm. period of time. And I will binge. Oh yeah, you had pneumonia and I feel the like the fuck remember out. Remember when of... you had pneumonia like way back in like sixteen and I feel like they're all for years even still you no, like, I watched I'm like, when did you watch this? You're like, yeah. must have been when I had pneumonia. Yes. <laughs> you were home from work for like three days. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was before <laughs> we moved here. But then during COVID when we were quarantined from each other, yeah. I like watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you're always like, When did you watch that? I'm like Obviously, when I was sick, I don't remember exactly when, but you're like, that because doesn't make I any sense. I don't like dark stuff. It like, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but honestly, dark, dark shows, they sit with me for too long. So if I'm already feeling, I, I, why would I add that to my life? It's, I have enough of that going on inside of me. Like, I just don't really, I don't, yeah. and, and I'm talking about like psychological thrillers. Like I'm not, no, thank you. Nope. I don't want to do that. I've done enough of that in my life. Yeah, I uh, we started watching a few weeks ago the movie Amsterdam, which has a huge cast. It was it it was an interesting movie. It was okay, um, but I ended up watching it my last like three runs on the treadmill. I got on there and mm-hmm. ran and watched it on mostly my phone with my headphones in, running on the treadmill, which mm-hmm. is not the best way no. to run on the treadmill. But I'm like, the, well, now I want to now I want to finish this movie and like. <laughs> see the rest of it uh-huh. and see what's going on but then the other day i started the last of us it's a new show on hbo mm. you just mentioned fungi and it's about um won't get into the details on it but uh it's like a post-apocalyptic issue from a um pandemic but it's not a viral pandemic it stems from fungi that okay takes yep. over anyway long story short like now i'm like i want to watch the show i want to like see what's going to happen and oh so you didn't finish it no it's a whole season oh it's boy. like it's gonna See, be a whole it's an hbo series it's gonna like go on and on and on and you know what i got really into when we were quarantined from each other was the outlander yes series which was amazing like actually you missed a season but i was like you gotta you have to get into this because we have to watch this together now we're not as into it anymore it seems like it's kind of yeah. lost it's like it's not as good but no the story is definitely much weaker than when yeah, it started out yeah it but was so it's, good it know. was it was like yeah next 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 and mm-hmm. they're all well, like an hour <clears throat> episodes but yeah but that was like the first one outside of like comedy type stuff that you actually were totally into sorry uh, I've got a little you think so? i don't here. know like in a while i'm not sure are you sure about that what else have we been well i'm, I'm curious what else I can't even think of any dramas. I mean, or I like, love reality TV. Anytime, actually, yeah. I think Love Is Blind reunion is is it? It's well, coming up season. here soon. There's a new season, right? No, it's just a reunion. It's the same season. It's a reunion. I think they'll release like three episodes or whatever they do. It's multi episode, oh. but yeah. So I thought there was I'm a new pre- season coming out too, though. Maybe that's no, Jim. All right, whatever. I, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. And so I'm excited about that. 
which I, I mean, those shows are so addicted yeah, to me. Yeah, you like, sucked me into those shows, so and I hate to, I good. hate to like them and want to watch so them. So good, they're so good. I know. It's embarrassing <laughs> to admit, but it's no, like, yeah, it's once you start watching it, it's not it's embarrassing. Like, Why is it embarrassing? They're amazing. They're so stupid at the same How time. How are they stupid? They're fascinating. They're f- absolutely fascinating glimpse into human behavior and love and just this, so many they primal are. things. Like, they are. Let's stop trying to pretend it's trashy th- TV. It's not. Well, I think it's the th- scientific. Here's the problem. Science. Here's here is the <laughs> problem with it is that you have X amount of couples. Out of those X, there's probably one or two that are maybe not trashy, but just like okay. okay yeah, don't say that was totally inappropriate. Well, what I mean, that. what I mean by I totally what I what with I, okay. I do not endorse that statement. Okay, what I mean by that, and that's why I said, that's that's not the right word choice, but it seems like there's always one or two, maybe not couples, people within those that are on there for the fame. Okay, that's all exactly, it is. Right. which is also interesting to me. Like the, yeah. the, to, to see whether or not they're successful at fooling everybody else. Like that's how long true. does it take before this comes to the surface? Like to me, yeah. I, I love it. And so I love that's, no, that's There's fantastic. been a couple of dudes on those shows that have just, what? I don't know what. I, I don't know. There's been a couple of dudes that definitely like. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's 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 fascinating. It is fascinating. It's pathetic, but it's fascinating. So it's not anyway. pathetic. It's fascinating. Well, I mean, mm. anyways. Okay. Anyway. Um, so that's like, and we also would like to marry. I like married at first sight. Um, those are those are the reality TV show. I I like the housewives. I don't watch them religiously. I tend, I mean I've said this before. Like I tend to go back to them anytime I'm sick, which I find interesting too. Like I just I'm just like oh I suddenly have an urge to watch them, and, and I don't I don't typically anymore. I used to watch them a lot back in the early days. No, you will watch them when you just want. You actually don't want to pay attention. You want thoughtless TV. You'll put them on to like catch up, and you'll. Yes. Watch them. But. And it's so annoying because you get all wrapped up into it and you pretend you're not interested, but then you can't leave the room because you got to see what's going And then you're arguing and yelling at the TV. I'm like, really, but Jim? But this is, this is, really? this is, this is my <laughs> issue. This is how I watch almost any TV show is that I don't care how stupid it is. Like, I need to see what's going to happen. It's my, it's a personality thing. It's, I know. It, it, it it's, sucks it's, because it's, it's like, Okay, I will accept we're just going to change the channel. We're not going to finish this. But then in the back of my head yeah, for a while, I'm like, have the TV I want to know like, what's going To me, going on. TV is always, I grew up with TV as just another member of the household. Like it was always yeah. on, it was always a companion. And so I could fall asleep to it. I could whatever. And the, one of the things I noticed about you when I met you, which was unique to you, I've been in several relationships, is that like, oh, you, you point can't that out again. just, you can't just let it be on. You have to be engrossed in the story, no matter what it is. So you can't fall asleep to it. No. Like, and like, I just find that so interesting. Yeah, it gets to a point where I have to turn it off because if I don't turn it off, I'm just going to stay up staring at it, waiting for the next episode and the next episode. And Maybe it's so you should have had it just, it just had more TV in your life as a Yeah, it's definitely age. like a scarcity mentality where it's like, <laughs> I have to watch it now because I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch it again. I don't know what it is, but. You know how many TVs we had in our house growing up? A lot. <laughs> I had one. We had two, we had two, like two living rooms. We had one in each living room. And then at one point, I think I was maybe like a middle schooler or something. We got, we got them in our bedrooms. So everybody had, basically everybody had their own TV with cable, mind you. (laughs) We had one with cable growing up. At one point we got a computer and then we got, might've been our second computer or a, a second. Somehow we got a different computer monitor. 
and I took that upstairs and it had like outputs to a VCR. So I could plug a VCR into it and I could watch mo- I could watch TV on it, mm-hmm. but I could watch movies on it. And that was like amazing to me on this little 13 inch okay. screen in my bedroom. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing because yeah, we had like one TV. I feel like my dad, like we always had like HBO, but I feel like my dad would go through like fits and spurs where all of a sudden he's like, I'm getting rid of HBO. It's a waste of money. We can't afford it. And then like six months would go by and he'd be like, everybody's getting HBO again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. But. Yeah, we weren't deprived of TV when, when we were kids. Yeah. And, you know, I, but I don't even have think a pretty I don't, successful family. I so. don't think it has anything. <laughs> you, you do. And I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just think it's my attention. I don't, I don't want to say my attention span. It's just if I have something on, like I said, we there's been a couple. I can't even think of what they were, but like movies that we've turned off. You're like, I don't want to watch the rest of this. And I'm like, yeah, it was really dumb. But I kind of want to know, know yeah. what. Yeah. What was the outcome? We Even watched, if it's predictable and everything else, and I already know what's going to happen, it's so obvious. Speaking of which, Stutz mm-hmm. on Netflix with Jonah Hill, it's yep. a documentary about him and his therapist, who's a very famous therapist, Phil Stutz. And then um, it's fantastic. I recommend it to just about everybody I talk to. Um, and then there's like a he, Jonah. No. It's so simple at the same time. Yeah. And now there's a series on Apple TV that yes. is loosely based. Well, one of the characters is loosely based off Phil Stutz called, what's the show called? Shrinking. Shrinking. I, I'm enjoying that show. It's different. Yeah. Um, we we also have watched recently the new, another movie by with Jonah Hill called You People, mm-hmm. which is Eddie a, Murphy he's a podcaster. And Jonah Hill and... Julie. Yeah, I really Jarvis. liked that movie. I could probably watch it again. Yeah, a lot of uh, pop culture Yeah, in that movie. So if yeah. nothing else, just for the... Yeah, it was funny. I liked it. Know. Yeah. And then we started watching, um, We well, for one night anyways, we started re-watching Portlandia, which is a fantastic yes. series. So we yeah, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. And again... An armchair expert they just brought up. I'm, I'm, oh, is that your synchronicity thing? Because you're like, oh my gosh, they we've been watching Fred, Fred, Armisen. Fred Armisen. And we just started Portlandia like the other night. We started watching a couple episodes. Yes, because I've and, been craving Fred Armisen again because I he's so yes. funny. He's like one of my favorites. Yeah, and then they were watching a skit from SNL with him. And it just like, it just struck me. He is the oddest. And we, we saw so him on Comedians funny. in Cars getting coffee uh, a Comedians couple weeks ago too. And he was, you know, again, we're watching reruns, so we watched that whole show. Which is twice. why we, which is why we decided to go back to Portland. And yes. uh, he also was on documentary now, which is a genius. Yeah. Show. But we said, like, I mean, I, who would not just want to hang out with Fred Armisen all day, every I day? Know. I He's just like the, seems like the coolest most laid back, most humble. Yeah, like just, I don't, I could see how like some Canadians can like potentially like get annoying like yeah. i don't think i could see you say him. canadians or comedians comedians okay sorry i'm just I making just, sure I that comedians i don't know okay. what came out of my mouth but <laughs> yeah he's like you're right like i feel like i just want to hang out with him all day long every day and i also feel like i could not even know i feel like i would annoy jerry seinfeld i feel like fred armison would actually like be like yeah come on like yeah, jerry seinfeld i would be so intimidated and i'd be yes. so self-conscious yes. about everything i did yes oh i like little was that funny he didn't think that was funny of course he didn't think that yeah. was funny he's like you know he's his arrogance his yes. self it you know i don't think i could have like any really good conversation i mean i it would be, but you're right. It would be a lot of, he would keep himself elevated above you. Yeah. 
And I just think that's his like persona. This is, that's a shtick. It's yeah. kind of his thing. And I, yeah, yeah I, I honestly think like he's he's incredible. He'd be so much fun to be with, yeah. but at the same time. and I, Yeah. Well, and that's how he is on that show. I mean, like, he keeps it that way with all of his guests. Fred Armisen's like, you're like a mom. Yeah. Like he's just like, I mean, just this nurturing. He just seems like he's this nurturing. hilarious. Yeah. So I, when I, yeah. who else are some of your favorite comedians? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot like that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I guess outside of the scandal, Louis C.K. was always funny. Okay. I found that every, you know, everything he did, his bits and stuff were very funny. Yeah, he um, was funny. Jim Gaffigan is funny. He's funny. Even though he's clean, he's funny. <laughs> even, the, even though, <laughs> despite the <laughs> fact that he's clean. I have a hard time clean, with getting past that, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Bill Burr is funny. I like Bill Burr. Yeah, I like him too. He's got a lot of intensity. Um, who is the other one? I'm going to totally butcher his name, but I I find him uh, Nate Bergatza. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably mm-hmm. totally saying that mm-hmm. wrong, but we watched a few of his uh, stand up specials, and he just another one. He just seems kind of like relatable. Yeah. But all of those people, they're unique in their own ways. But like, there's n- there's nobody that I can compare Fred Armisen to. What about, I really like, I like, um, I'm thinking of SNL people, but I really, really, really all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorites is Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's hilarious. I just still, I mean, they show it a lot now, but when I first saw his SNL audition tape, I seriously like almost peed my pants. I could not, yeah. it, it, acting like a cat. When you hear the story Have behind it, him? it just totally like, yeah, you go for it. And yeah. And, yeah. I also like... Um, Dave Chappelle. Yes. A lot. Yes. Um, I mean, you can name the classics. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, Chris Rock, hilarious. Yeah, I Dave used Chappelle. to really laugh so hard at, at Chris Rock's, oh my God, when he had an HBO special, I just lost it, the whole thing. Yeah, I know. I what know. other comedians have been on? We've watched so many, and there's been some really good ones, too. And yeah. again, I get to this point, and I totally. You know, who could be, who should out. be a comedian, but he's got some. Learning to oh, do. Christopher. 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 Yeah. He's like, I mean, he's a very funny person. He's very subtly funny. Like most yeah. people don't realize how funny he is. Yeah. He can impersonate anyone. And it's hilarious. I mean, to yes. the point where like, you're like, oh my God, because you didn't even, you know, you don't even realize that that person is that way. And then Christopher impersonates them and you realize that he's picked up on all of the nuances and he's it's, nailed it. And you're like, and he, I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's not it's not the voice. It's the nuances of speech patterns uh-huh, and movements, the gestures. The gestures. He impersonates like, like he that. just like he impersonates us eating. Like he has us all down to a T. Like yeah. it's he's so good at it. And like he it's one thing that he will admit that he's good at. Uh-huh. He's like, Yeah, I know I'm funny. And I joke with him. I'm like, You should take a class, you know? And of course he does he's like, I wouldn't I'm not gonna do that. But he is he is he hasn't shot down the idea of pursuing something, even if it's just extracurricular in the world of comedy. Yeah, if he could get just if he could get comfortable in his skin in any in any way. I mean, like not totally comfortable. Well, I but mean, if, if you just... listen to comedians speak, though, like most of them are not comfortable. Exactly. Like it's like this constant. That's torture, exactly it. Tortured soul situation, but yeah. in it, which I've explained to Christopher, I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, if is... he could get himself out there, I him and Nathan together. 
like the two oh of them. Oh my god, they're so funny. Because I I think that we keep telling them to do a podcast. They're each in their element together. when they're together. Like yes. they feed off each other, and the yes. way that they feed off each other is because on their own, neither one of them really lets that out. Yes. Christopher will a little bit more. He's like making fun of people yes, and stuff like yes, that. Like yeah, he's, he's yes. very sardonic. But the two of them together is it is it's like their oh own my gosh when show. they go off about Katie. Too. I mean it's so <laughs> and she has a good sense of humor about it too. Oh yeah, their little sister. But yeah, we were joking that they need to do an episode. But of course, you know it's it's always on, it's not on demand. They you know it it's organically just shows up mm-hmm. in any given moment. So of course they're not going to perform on demand. But those two are funny. Yeah. You you all just need to know that. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, yeah. I say when they get slap happy with each other, that's yeah. the thing. Is like they get they it, it gets elevated. They do, and they well they've been breaking into your Instagram account more mm-hmm. often. Which is pretty hilarious. Oh, they'll break into your phone and then they'll steal photos and they'll just like airdrop them to us every once in a while. When you say break into my phone, it's like they my phone's on the counter and they grab it. And, yes. Yeah. You, yeah, you're aware of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I find it funny. So I yes, let, it, let it go. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And the nice thing is, is they don't listen to this podcast. So no. they won't even know that we're talking about this. <laughs> exactly. Maybe like five years. Maybe. They're like, yeah. oh, we had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And we tell them we talk about them all the time, but yeah, you know, yeah. Anyway, so, so I got off on a little sidetrack there. I'm that's sorry okay. About that. So yeah, we were talking a little bit about comedians and then just TV shows and stuff, and uh, yeah. So together, we pretty much watch a little bit of reality TV, but mostly mostly comedies, mostly light stuff. What's your favorite comedic TV show? Would you say? Do you think that is? Off. I know mine. You do? It's so easy. And I don't even watch it that often. I don't know why I don't. Well, I want to hear yours. It's South Park. Oh. They are genius. They are genius. They are so genius. And I, yeah, I and don't you, think you, to watch it. And then I do and I'm like, oh my If God. you look at the way that they write those episodes, <laughs> and I don't know if it's still this way, but I know it was at least for a period of time where it was like every week they were turning around a new episode. So the topics are so relevant mm-hmm. and so fresh. And so, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. and to put that together, it, it's, mm-hmm. it is genius. Mm-hmm. It is genius how they do that. And we watched the pandemic specials, which oh, were just, so good. you know, no side is off limits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, and it, those were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to uh, really, I mean, that's the problem. Like Seinfeld, the office, and actually, you know, there's obviously, you know, the office, the American office, and then there's the British office. Yeah, I was a big office fan when and it came out. Did obviously. you? I know we've talked about this. Have you watched? Did you watch the British? With office? you. Yeah, we did. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. It's totally. I don't want to say totally different sense of humor because mm-hmm. it is very similar. I, th- I but just think it's, it's one of those situations where you, whoever you start off with, is the camp you ch- you've selected. So it's hard to get into one if you've already gotten into the other. Oh, you think so? As everybody I've talked to who watched the British one first is like, oh, it's way better than the American. And if you watch the American one first, it's way better than the British one. Like, they're so hard to... See, to me, it's it's like two different shows. It is. But it's also like you find yourself having to compare the two. So yeah. I don't feel like I ever Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais is hilarious, the British too. One, though. Ricky Gervais is another one. He that... is. I am torn on him, to yeah. be honest, because I don't laugh as much at him. And I think it might be because he laughs at himself first before I get a chance to laugh at him. Uh-huh. So because I'm like, yeah, he's funny, but I'm not like, whoa, like I just am rolling, spitting out my drink, holding my bladder ever situation with him, I don't think. 
Well, I think he's funny in a little bit of a darker way. I, so I know I do like dark yeah. humor. That's the thing. I That's I feel true. like you because he do. laughs at himself, he ruins it. Okay. Like he laughs too soon. I'm like, bro, you just like <laughs> let me have this first, okay? Yeah. Like I don't know. I think he's very. I think he's original. Like the stuff that he talks about and comes up with and everything. It's like he, he is. He is very. He is, but he laughs. Like it's just like how yeah. I'll say something and I do my just kidding too quickly. You know, like uh huh. Um, so it just kind of takes away. Like I wish he would just slow it down a little bit. That's this is just me. Yeah, this give a little give me. a little space for. I the, absolutely the... love dark humor. You know mm-hmm. that. Like that's. Yeah. I mean. The more vulgar and dark it is, the more I'm laughing. Yeah. Typically, I think. Yeah, which I always find. I don't like. Oh. I don't like. I don't like potty humor. I was, I, I, it needs to be sophisticated right. and intelligent. That's what I was just going to say. Anytime is, people are talking about yeah. dicks or sex or masturbating, it's like enough. It's not even funny. Yeah. You start cracking up, which I just think is super obnoxious. <laughs> I'm like, really, Jim? To yeah. me, it's just slapstick like, or it's just not just intelligent. There's no challenge whatever. to that. There's no challenge to it. It needs to be clever, witty, intelligent. Yeah. I don't. Otherwise, I'm not into it. Well, I, yeah. I'll just say you. I can still find humor in it, even though I can appreciate something. But the problem more than is, that, is that but... your level of laughter is intense compared to where Maybe. my level, and you're just like, oh, and I'm like, no, this is actually funny. This is where that level of laughter should be occurring. Maybe you should. Uh... <laughs> Lighten up a little bit and just take what you can. No, get. maybe you should. Maybe you should smarten up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I. I, yeah, I mean, I would give I it to you if your too. level of laughter was equal, but it's not. Okay, I'll make sure I laugh harder. Okay, at, uh, please do. The deeper. I mean, don't darker. just be you. I just know I'm, I'm judging the hell out of you for it. Uh, that's never been a secret. <laughs> never been a secret. Uh-huh. You laugh at yourself. So I that's do interesting. all the time. Yeah. That's like just, you said, it's a I just I literally compared thing. it. No, I, I know, just compared I that. I said, I that, I yeah. don't like that about myself. Yeah. She wouldn't like that. I always yourself. try to like pause and I'm like, oh, I did it again. Yeah. So anyway. It's almost like an apologetic. It's almost like it's this instinctual, like, it didn't, you know, it's almost like, I don't think, don't worry, I don't think I'm that funny or I realize that was that ridiculous. It's just like this like very immediate apologetic gesture, I feel like. And hmm. maybe that's what I feel like Ricky Gervais is doing too. So you, you, I'm just you feel like, that, why did you do that? Just yeah, no, you, let it be. You feel it comes from the same place when you do it. Like it's I think like this so, little, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious to actually try to understand what what's behind that. Where does that come from? Is it... Well, you know the punchline. You're laughing at yourself, or is there something? Is there an insecurity behind it? Where what's the? Uh, yeah, I don't what know. is the thing behind I don't that? Know. I mean, because yeah. it might change it for you if mm-hmm. you were like, oh, you got the sense that this is what it is. I don't know what that. I would get be, but. really, I get. I mean, I I get really lost in my laughter. Like if I see video footage of me or a camera shot, I'm like, whoa. That was intense. Like, and I feel like Ricky Gervais kind of does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You totally do. You'll crack yourself up. And it's like, oh, I know, okay, I wasn't I come that up, funny. I come up and everybody else is just straight faced. <laughs> like, what the hell's <laughs> wrong like, with you? That's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you d- yeah, but you do it in a way it's not like... I mean, you laugh at your own jokes, but not like obnoxiously. It's not like you have this thing where you're un- you're not self-aware about. But when you're yeah. watching something back or whatever else, like you'll crack up over it. And I find that one thing that Christopher does funny. a good job impersonating me at is that. Yeah. Oh, he, he does. Yeah, a, he absolutely. does that version of me a lot. <laughs> so with darker shows, mm-hmm. since or maybe not even darker shows, but like, like I said, I, I watch- mean, it's not like I don't like one of my. It's I, I like. I don't know how to explain that. I mean, I like darkness. I just, 
Or I like deepness. I think I like deepness, maybe not darkness. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because we've we've gone and seen a number of um, like Marvel movies and stuff. And Black Panther's your favorite. I do. And yeah, I feel like there's depth to that one. I feel like for some reason that one keeps me awake. The Marvel movies I typically fall asleep through because I'm so the annoyed. The other Marvel movies because that yes, is a Marvel I'm movie. Yes, I'm so, yes. I'm so, I'm so annoyed with action. I feel like Speed, the movie Speed just ruined the world of action oh. movies for us. That movie got dragged out so long at the end. And that was, I believe, I was back in the day, I was seeing a lot of movies at that time. I was like going to the movie theater every week with my boyfriend and we were, we were catching all the new releases. I feel like that movie was a turning point, And this is just my opinion when it comes to action. They dragged out the end of that movie obnoxiously long. And that was the selling point. Like that was it's the first of its kind. And everyone was like, Wow, it was so edge of your seat. But then every action movie did that after that, and they took it to the next level. So to me, these movies could be reduced by a half. Like, I can't stand this back and forth, because we. this is a situation where we do know the end of this movie. Why are we dragging this out with fight scenes? Like, it's yeah. the most obnoxious thing in the world. So I usually am like, I'm just going to go to sleep and fall asleep. I have up. a I have a bit of a push pull relationship. Black Panther, yeah. sorry, Black Panther kept me captivated the whole time. Yeah. I enjoy them. I enjoy the scenery and a lot of the story development. Like I feel like, but I agree with you. After a while, it it does feel like okay, we've already seen this movie. Yeah, like we're we're just changing yeah. a few things and stuff. We're introducing a couple different I characters, liked, but I get no. I used to I used to be better at distinguishing between DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I like Ant Man. Yeah, and it's I like, ele- and they all have an element of humor Captain too. Captain but- Marvel, I liked that one. I didn't see that one. You saw that one. Yeah, but they're ugh, I don't know. So when I had COVID last year, I watched Watchmen, which I believe HBO is a DC series, and weird, different, but good. Okay. I like that one, um, and then Peacemaker was another one uh, that came out with John Cena. And it's almost like a spoof. Of, it's a, I think it's DC too. But it's like almost like a spoof of a superhero movie, but not at the same time. He's just like this big dummy. Okay. And it's intentionally. Yeah. But that one was also, I, I found it, you might think something was stupid, but I thought it was really funny. I don't know. I think John Cena's greatest work thus far to date is Daddy's, Daddy's Home. Home too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we, we 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 watched daddy's home i should do we watched the second one first last time so good and then we watched the first one again yeah. and <laughs> i that was what like i mean it's been out for a few years now right yeah and i feel like we totally forgot Jenna's about him brad and then, whitaker yes if you're not if you're not clark griswold you're brad whitaker somewhere in between absolutely without it <laughs> without a doubt and it's hilarious yeah that is yeah both of, both of them too like i mean they're both hilarious yeah and the casting again i mean it's like the perfect yeah mix of characters yeah yep so anyway i just wanted to get off marvel and dc because they bore me so much <laughs> <laughs> this is where i get like torn with you i'm like but you like things that are different you don't want the same old superhero movie so you know or show or whatever so like like I said, Peacemaker I is so weird. Sci-fi fantasy stuff. That is such a turn off. I know. To so me. that's where like like Peacemaker is a actually both of those Watchmen and Peacemaker. Watchmen actually was 
pretty much people and then watch or uh, peacemaker was a little bit of okay. a mix but mostly people and those are dc or marvel they're both they're both dc okay. so mostly people but just different okay. i don't know just different but i uh maybe maybe May- maybe <laughs> maybe and then there's the last of us i'm gonna have to figure out how to watch that without you i guess you'll just have to spend more time on the treadmill jim it's a good motivator for you yeah i'm not sure if i can watch that one that, that one i feel like i need more attention span than okay. the treadmill we'll okay. see we'll okay. see i don't know i didn't even, i didn't even finish the first episode yet but it was was sucked me in okay so we have a lot of shows going right now that we need to finish like outlander we finished outlander no, we didn't. Yes, we did. We did. The season's over. That's it. Oh, that's now we got to wait till season how, seven. That's how, that's how uneventful it was. I couldn't even. I yeah, didn't even know that. Do you, I don't even remember exactly what happened at uh, the end. But I was thinking about this the other day because I'm like, oh yeah, we need to finish that. And our, I canceled our subscription for right now for was it stars that that's on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, damn it! Now I got to renew that because we got to finish. And I was like, oh no, we did finish it. We need to. I'm, I'm really excited for the next season of The Crown to come out, but I think we have to wait till September for that. So by then, I maybe love lost yeah, see, interest. Yeah, I've gotten a little bored with that one. It's in the best. You really? It's in the best era right now. Yeah, but I felt I, it's like I modern like day. The, it's it's with with at least in our lifetime. That's where I just I don't know, but the <clears> the historical side of it, the the past stuff that I didn't know anything about, I found to be well, more is, fascinating. When we originally started watching yeah. The Crown. Like, I forgot what year it begins in. Was it with, like, Victoria or something? I don't remember. But I'm not even going to guess. We had caught up to that point, and then we were, all of a sudden, I just became obsessed with all things royalty. So we started watching, what were those series on Showtime? Was it Showtime or Stars? There was, we watched all of those. We watched all the Princess Diana documentaries no, is that what you're talking no, about no no the what was it? it was like the white princess whatever oh, spanish oh. princess like yes those the white princess awesome. the queen the wasn't there the queen and then there was the red i don't, <laughs> I don't know, know but red white white but they were so good those were so good yeah those those were those were so good. then we started trying to get our hands on any documentary we could related to british royalty yeah, you actually got to a point. Those were on stars. You got to a point where you started watching anything on Princess Diana. Well, that the, just happened the, just now. The, yeah. the, this other thing was like two years ago, but just now we yes. just watched season five of The Crown, right? And because six is still out, and they covered the era of Diana, and I did become obsessed, and I spent a good, I don't know, seventy-two hours straight watching every documentary I possibly could on her. I know. I didn't. Or some of them were like oh, you freaking kidding me it, i became terrible. like kind of obsessed with her for a second which you is don't. interesting because my mom is obsessed with her and i never understood the obsession and now all of a sudden i'm like oh okay i get it yeah by the way the spanish princess the white queen the white princess i think okay yeah anyway. those were really good those were good they were entertaining they were I, I mean i think mostly based on fact yeah no they were for sure you know so yeah, yeah. and then i think was it after that that I finally started watching Outlander? Because I just started, just was like, I need medieval European things. Like, it's yeah. medieval even the right time period here. <laughs> I think maybe so. But anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Outlander's, at, well, well after medieval, but still pretty. Are you sure even when it started? I, I, I am so terrible was... at 
Yeah, I don't know that you really got much into the first season, so I don't know. Did you even watch the first season? I don't think you did. Yeah, I missed one of them, which I'm not disappointed right. to miss. Well, anyway. we should pull up some facts here and keep talking. I'm going to look up the years now because I need to know. Go, okay. Talk, talk, entertain the world. Anyway, so, yeah, we, I think between the two of us, like, we go in spurts when we watch TV. Like, there are periods of time where we will... Every night, sit there, sit on the couch. 1743 is when Outlander okay, started. Good, I'm done. I don't have anything else to Sorry, say. Sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to tell you. No, I'm serious. No, no. <laughs> no, because I have another thing to look up. But we'll go through periods of time, like for weeks at a time, where pretty much every night we'll go on the couch and watch a couple shows until it's ready, you know, we're ready for bed. And then we'll, we will go weeks without watching TV hardly at all. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like when we do watch TV, it's very rare that we sit down for like one hour. Oh my gosh. Okay. They must TV have flashed back a lot in The Crown with history because it actually starts in 1947. I was going to say the when 40s. When Elizabeth okay. takes over. So, But they must do a lot of flashbacks to when they educate kind of like the history of the... I think it might be... Unless I'm thinking of that other series. I was going to say the 40s and then I'm like, I don't want to take a guess because I might not have even... I don't maybe don't remember yeah, when we started it. Yeah, I think the other because it was when prince philip when they got married right yeah anyways anyway yeah what were you saying how we just get it we're we're talking about nothing we're talking about nothing i was just actually (laughs) trying to buy a minute while you found something i was gonna say when we watch tv we typically kind of binge watch tv like there's not we typically don't sit there for a half an hour or an hour watch one show and then go to bed we're either on the couch watching it we haven't even watched tv all week that's what i mean yeah i don't think we've watched much at all lately I have been very much in a mood of like, let's just watch light and funny and cheerful things. So we were watching comedians riding in cars, getting coffee a lot. I just liked having that on. It just felt so feel good to me. And then we finished the whole freaking show. So again, we started Portlandia. Yes. Yeah. Again. I know. And I'm starting to get restless just sitting on the couch. Like in Portlandia is great. Like I'm actually looking forward to watching that again but at the same time i want to watch something of substance hmm. you know well you can go do that by yourself you can do no, that no i don't think i'm allowed to oh you, you don't think so everybody heard it i have permission <laughs> now i am gonna have to i'm gonna have to carve out some time to watch you could perfectly free to wake up in the middle of the night go downstairs <laughs> exactly. and watch a show and be done by the time when I you wake fall up. asleep i'm more than welcome <laughs> to put on a show that i want to watch i'm kidding why do you think that is about you jim well, I want to spend my time with you. I work all day and then I come home and I just want to spend it with you until we go to bed. Yeah, so, but and you're the, not interested when in it comes that. to the TV, like there's this tendency like that we watch what I want to watch. Like, what do you, what do you oh, think that's on. about? Like, I don't like I don't do that. Like, I'm not like, oh, whatever you want to watch, honey. Like that to me, that's so interesting. Like, I don't think that I and, and in, in any previous relationships I would have been in, if we would have just went our separate ways and watched if that person yeah. wanted to watch what they wanted to watch. And I went, then we went to separate rooms. I know, but I don't want that's my point is I don't want to do that with you. Okay. And I'll be like, hey, I want to I kind of want to watch this show. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. And I'm like, all right, well, then we'll watch whatever. It's fine. I, I mean, it's OK. But. It's not my preference, but I'd rather mm-hmm. spend the time with you than watch the show I want. However, really? why? Why would you rather spend your time with me than watch the show you want? I only get so many hours with you a day. Let's break this down and analyze it. I like being with you. I, I, if I'm sitting well, on the I like couch being alone, with you. well, good. That's why I'm like, no, we're watching what I want to so watch, why, and you're watching it with me. <laughs> exactly. So why do we need to analyze this? There's nothing to analyze. <laughs> Wifey's right. Okay, she gets her way. That's the way this is supposed to work, right? <laughs> I don't want to go. I mean, I could go in the other room and be like, well, I'm going to go watch my show for an hour, but that, I don't want to do that. However, I you, do want to watch this show. So I 
somehow need to carve out some time to do that. So truthfully, though, like yeah. you pick so many movies and shows for us. Like there's been so many where I'm like, I don't want to watch that. And then you kind of keep circling back to it and you'll even like there'll be like two weeks to go by and you're like, this is the one that I think we should watch. Yeah. I think you're going to like it. And then yes. I love it. Yes. But I do pick and choose based on that. There are other shows that I might want to watch, too. But I'm like, I do think you'll like this one based on what I've heard about it. Sounds good. Yeah. But there's like some that I get sick of and that you want, like Emily in Paris, you wanted to keep going with that one. <laughs> I didn't even watch the last season. You were into it. Oh my God. I cannot <laughs> wait for season three. I'm kidding. That's it's true. Uh, it's getting a little uh, we're gonna be staying, long in the tooth. We're going to be staying near that area when we go to Paris. Yes, we are. We are. So. And it's going to be fantastic. Um, no, actually, you just brought that up and I was going to say something else and I don't remember what it was. So. Okay. Anyway. Was it about was shows it, you want to watch? Was yeah, it about we, your love for Emily in Paris? Yes. It was all about that. I um, watched a really good documentary this week that you're not allowed to watch. Oh, okay. Do you remember what it was? I told you it was really good. I was like, I actually cried, but you can't watch it because there's a lot of nudity. <laughs> I don't remember what you took. It was about Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. And whatever. That was a really good documentary. Was it? I wish you could watch it, but you can't because there's nudity. Oh, you are. That is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing in the world. Like, seriously. <laughs> It's a it's a TV show. Who cares? No, it's a documentary. It's okay. a movie. It's a documentary. It's Who cares? really good. I want to talk to you about it. Well, you can't. I, I was surprised how good it was. Honestly, I didn't really ever follow her or know much about her, but I didn't either. I mean, Baywatch. She's obviously, really. But I mean, she, I mean, this is such this is so cliche, but she's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> and she's really self-aware you know she kind of alludes to the fact that she has like this love addiction and stuff and it was really good huh well maybe i'll watch that when you're not home <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know you're so weird about that it's but whatever <laughs> anyway anyway yeah i think at some point here in our relationship we're gonna have to figure out how i don't know maybe i put my airpods in and watch my show and we sit next to each other so we can still together really that's maybe. interesting maybe you could just watch maybe. your show instead of playing on your phone she we're not together all the time there me. are so she many where are so many times <laughs> when we're not together so you actually could instead of playing on your phone you're on your phone all the time you take your phone to the bathroom i do i remember one time when we were hanging out with friends a few years ago and you were like you guys were outside going potty and he was like, man, you know you got a problem. You can't even put down your phone to take a piss outside. <laughs> you had your hand like up to your nose holding your phone like buried in there. It's how you carry it. I also wanted to see what was what I was doing. So You're like, what's that yeah. Charlie Brown character with his blankie? What's, what's, which one's that? Linus. Is, Li that is Linus? it Linus? That's you in your phone. Uh -huh. And you always have it propped like this, like in your nose. <laughs> it's funny because you say that and you're right. And I do need to like just put it away sometimes. But I think you You actually... walk around with it like this, like yeah. it's a part of your hand, but also that it's under your nose. It's not even like it's like out in front of you, like other, it's like under your nose. I <laughs> I think that you actually spend more time on your phone than I do on mine though. Don't I, you think? Uh, I don't think so. I don't walk around the house buried in it. Like, like I, I don't do it that way. That's how you do it. Like yeah. I'm sit, if I'm on my phone, I'm on my phone. I'm not right. like walking around on my phone having conversations actually uh -huh. not having conversations with people you can't do anything without looking at your phone simultaneously mm -hmm. and that's where i get irritated with you because i'm like is like, my phone in my hand right now am i looking at my phone 
I am not. Okay. I am not. <laughs> now, true. when this is done and you want to listen true. back and That's see true. if there's any edits, <laughs> I will have my phone in my hand and you will tell me to put it down. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I will. I don't and like that. And then you'll that. get antsy and be like, ah, I think I'm going to let the dog out. Uh, exactly. And then I'll be like, no, the dog does swim out. And then you're like, okay. And then you sit there for a little bit longer. And I like, don't like it. I, I got to like... go change the, add water to the humidifier. Yeah, and then I'm like, no, you I don't. I don't like and sitting then... here. Just, ah, <laughs> uh, bothers me. Yeah, you should work on that. I am working on it. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. All right. Anyways, anyway, are we done talking? I think heard enough. What time is it? Oh, what are we? Okay. Hour five. Okay. That's good. Okay. It's not about that anyway, right? I mean, it doesn't matter how long it's been. It could have been 15 minutes. It could be three hours. That's true. Anything so else whether we have something talk? else to talk about. So, no, I, uh, you know, we are, what's the date? The 10th of February? Mm, I think it's the 9th. No, it's not oh, the 9th. Oh, it is the 10th. So we are a month and 10 days into the year. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say that I am with myself for continuing to get on the treadmill, lift weights. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sticking with it. Wait, you guys haven't benched all week. I'm I did. I'm holding we had, you accountable to that. We had the Don't kids, lie to the people. We had the kids Wednesday and Thursday. Tuesday, I went down there, ran on the treadmill, and I lifted weights. Okay. So I need to, I was actually thinking about it today, but tomorrow I need to get back down there. Might Depending on the weather outside, maybe I'll run outside because I really don't like the treadmill. But I've been pretty consistent at least, at least two, typically three times a week. That treadmill. Don't you dare talk about that treadmill like that. Are you kidding me right now? I don't like the treadmill. The treadmill, a treadmill, any treadmill. I was down there today. Yeah. Because I've also been really consistent, knock on wood. You, you, you've always been way better than me. But no, yes. but I'm back to like, I have, like, I was not so good like for actually, a few years. Yeah. So I'm really have, I mean, I'm back to like being on that girl for 30 to 60 minutes at a time, which has, wasn't happening for 60? a while. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like running the whole time. Like, it's like, I'm slow, but it's like, it's, I'm back to like enjoying running again. I uh-huh. still, it's still, it's sustained. I love it. It's church. There's something that happens. It's a religious experience that happens on that treadmill with me now. Like, I'm excited. I'm like, yes, everybody leave me alone. This is my time. I was down there today with her and I did the math and I was like, oh my God, she's like exactly 10 years old. And I don't, her speedometer doesn't work. She, I don't, I never know how fast I'm really going, but I'm, I've gotten rid of that. They used to be a real troubling thing for me because I needed to know my pace. Oh, it used to drive me crazy. It, it drove me absolutely insane. But now I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just on this for now. Now I'm just like, I want to, it's a time thing. And, and, and I don't even put a lot of pressure on myself mm-hmm. around that either. Like if I need to, to walk for a few seconds, I will. But historically, I was like, I can't walk at all. Like, it was very rigid about how I handled the running situation. But I was, I was thinking about that. Like, I had a moment with her today. I was like, it's been ten years. This girl, me and her, have had so many profound moments together. And yeah. I'm like, I've been complaining about wanting to get a new one for a couple of years now because her speed hasn't worked. Her speedometer's been broken for a couple of years. But now I'm like, I don't think I can do that. I think. I have to keep her I'm until she with dies. That. I'm definitely on board with that. Until she enters hos- treadmill hospice. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't like the treadmill at all. But I the first not the first couple times that I ran on it this year. I've never um, I've only ran on it a handful of times over the years. I I just I've never 
I know you have to. You, However, you don't say that because I you what I, I yes, but don't say that. Sure. You could actually be anybody can be a treadmill runner. Oh yeah, of course. I've been there too. I oh, go no. ba- I go back and forth on that. too. I completely agree with that. It's not. It, it's it's totally psychological and it's totally it my own issue. I, yeah, I'm not saying that. Oh, I can't do the treadmill. I just need to like force myself to do it to get in that place where I can like get into the zone. And then you get in the zone, and yeah. then you love the treadmill. Anyway, what my <laughs> point was to that is I was initially I was like okay I'm gonna run x amount of distance and I need to do x speed to get Mm -hmm. there and you're right the speedometer thing is all Mm -hmm. messed up so who knows Mm -hmm. I felt like I was but I'm like no if I'm on the treadmill and doing this I just need to set a pace that's I'm gonna break a sweat I'm gonna push myself yeah and but I don't have to kill it i you know right. where if i'm running outside there are spurts where i'm gonna be like i'm feeling good and i'm gonna push it here yeah you can do that on the treadmill but i'm like no i need to focus on getting like 30 minutes in or whatever mm-hmm. 35 minutes in or whatever the distance i kind of set in my head mm-hmm. is where i want to mm-hmm. go even if it's not right but yeah. that's a different experience than sometimes running outside exactly me, you know yeah well yeah not all the time sometimes outside it's the, the same nice thing, thing i just... like about being on the treadmill is i i you can just be in a zone you don't have to worry about traffic people coming up by i mean that i feel like yeah. i can shut down my senses whereas i'm outside i tend to be more heightened and alert of what's going on <laughs> around me so because i always have music in so yeah. if you have music in outside then i feel like a little more vulnerable to like I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've almost been run over by a bike or just whatever because uh-huh. I'm in a zone with my music and then people are like, lady, get out of the way. And I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, so that's one thing I like about the treadmill. I told you the best run I think I've ever had, probably at least one of the best, was when I was I was in Chicago for work mm-hmm. and I went there on a Sunday, had a meeting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just went out and went for a run mm-hmm. and, you know, had my music in, this is years and years ago, but didn't pay attention to where I was mm-hmm. and just went. And it was like so exhilarating. Yeah. And just, it's, you know, it was at night, the lights are on mm-hmm. and, the, you know, some of the architecture and just, mm-hmm. and it was like, I just totally got in that zone and nothing else. I felt like I could go yeah. all night. Like that yeah. is the place. That's... And I go back to that all the time, like trying to not just replicate that experience, but that zone is... Yeah, that used to be how it always was for me. I used to always try to run anywhere I traveled to because that, I... I have a, I'm not going to repeat it on air because it's kind of dirty, but I had a little saying about what that experience was like when I would run in a city. And I feel like I fully took it in though. Like I would just fully take that in when you go and you run through a sit a new city like it's especially like if it's at night or in the morning when nobody else is around I had that a really good experience in Visby and we did that I did that in Visby one morning and then it wasn't super great because I was dealing with injuries but I think the best like most exhilarating one I had too was in um Savannah Georgia back in 2012 it was like oh that would have been amazing yeah <laughs> I could have got. I felt like I could have gone forever. I think mine was probably 2012 when I was in Chicago oh my too, gosh. and it was in November, I think. So it wasn't like it was, you know, kind of cold out, uh-huh. not super cold, but the streets were pretty. I mean, it was pretty yeah. quiet out. So okay. Anyway, nice little sidebar. I want to go. I want to go back to something completely unrelated because I know we're going to wrap this up. I wanted to say something. Oh, okay, about go ahead. My workout. I wanted to go say ahead. that not only am I running, I've been trying to do like a CrossFit workout. Like that I have in my memory from when we used to do CrossFit, like down in the basement too. So that's what I did today. And I just wanted to add that. Okay. Oh, good. Because you really talked about how you lifted weights. And I just want to make sure that I'm not just running. I'm also doing these things. Which is good. 
I just wanted to go back to something I said earlier that I think made you a little bit uncomfortable, but for good reason. When I said certain people were trashy Mm -hmm. and that was the wrong word to describe that. I just would like, you want to see people, you want to be rooting for like success. And when one person is not, you're just, I I get it now. In hindsight, I think what you were talking about is there were some douchey dudes that were clearly there for fame, lying to girls and treating them like horrible, like like, ab- like terrible, absolute. They should have been, and it was horrible a situation. I didn't yes. realize that that's the story. Oh, you didn't you were think that's what I was into. going to? Oh, yeah, okay. you started off with that, so I was confused. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I just it. wanted to clarify that that's that's what I was referring to. Is specifically those people, those yeah. people that clearly were terrible. You know, on yeah. the show, they yeah. they were there for the wrong reason, and they hurt somebody else in the process. And yeah. I don't like seeing that because it's yeah. like it's so obvious. You have to watch it, and it's uncomfortable, and it's also just wrong. So that's of all. Of course. The nice thing is that the producers do a great job of making sure they look like they're the douchebags uh, that yes. they are. So, yeah. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I love you. Love you.